This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm Bradley. Dawn over there is actually played today by uh, the fabulous Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul Trash the Movies. Thank you for joining us. And Mike, of course, is here. Dawn will be back on Monday. You know, when we've got food opinions, Paul, we have to go to food court. Now I'm going to visit the only court I could never be in contempt of. Food court. Bradley versus Dawn. They love to argue. On topics from the world of cuisine. White meat or dark meat? Blue cheese or ranch? It's food court. Gotta be a better way to phrase that. Let's go. The Honorable Mike Ganger presiding. Something's happening in the food court. Oh, a Sbarro. Are boneless wings wings? No. Nuggets. They're nuggets. Thank you. Tyson nuggets dipped in sauce. That uh, clunk you heard over there is Judge uh, Mike uh, presiding over this discussion today. Mike, there is a uh, gentleman who is suing Buffalo Wild Wings because Buffalo Wild Wings calls their nuggets boneless wings. Mm -hmm. And uh, in fact, the lawsuit claims that the term boneless implies that a chicken wing is just deboned. And he says, this is not chicken wing meat. This is breast meat. Ergo, it's not a boneless wing. Okay. Um, B-dubs is not the only ones that call this boneless wings. I don't think this is a trademark. And how do you then sue B-dubs? And honestly, did you really think that they were wings that were just deboned? Because you don't. then you just have shredded chicken. Have you ever tried to actually eat about a chicken wing? When you well, try to take I, I the debo- wings off, I debone my own. So, like, I always eat boneless wings. What I mean by that is, I can suck the bones out of a wing before I eat the meat in like two clicks. Are you serious? You just do a little click, click, pull. I don't want to watch, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you take the one half, you take the drummy half, you stick it in your mouth, you pull out, you know, mm-hmm. pull out the bone, then you stick the <laughs> other joint, twist, pull. You Mike, am I wrong? In your mouth? And, you, and then you nibble on the cartilage for like oddly, the next five minutes. That's what I normally do. Exactly. Yeah. And oddly, Paul, no, I don't get bone in my mouth. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm. We always Not have a Buffalo Wild Wings. But yes, no, no. What I'm saying is, you're absolutely right. Nobody who thinks. And our friend Panda tweeted something similar to. They're always. She calls them saucy nugs. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I, I do, I don't want I that do like, it's kind of that thing, you know, like the guy who pulled the ripcord and jumped out the airplane, the flight attendant. Do you remember him? No. You don't remember the guy who just had it? He was like a meme a while back, years ago. This is before the pandemic, so it probably has been erased from your brain. Uh, yes. But he was the guy who just had it 
And so he like opened the emergency uh, hatch hatch and like inflated the slide, slid down and like went about his life. He's like, bye. <laughs> I wish you could see the grad, the image the fingers. Just, yeah, yeah. I, I gave some fingers. But but my point is like, you don't do that. Right. Like, yeah. that's not a good idea. However, you kind of just feel you just want to root for the guy. No, because I no, I don't root for idiots like this. Oh, my God. Because you, you need to be smarter than this. And if you think that you're going to go up a corporation like B-dubs, well, you I'm will not, lose. Again, they have of course money. He's going to lose. But at least he's fighting the good fight. Because no, this is not I, a good fight. like this guy, hate the fact that we call these boneless wings. Yeah, I like is your you. masculinity. So impaired by calling them chicken nuggets. Yes, it is for these people. That you have to call it boneless wings. Just get on the vernacular, call them boneless wings. They're not going to like, hey, let's go watch the game and eat some chicken nuggets. No, they're not. Because (laughs) they're not 12. But then don't order them. If you don't want to call them boneless, then don't order them. I just want them in dino shape if they could do that for me. (laughs) I'd really appreciate that. I mean, I'm not surprised they don't have (laughs) dino-shaped boneless wings. Because it does drive me nuts. Every time I see boneless wings show up in an ad, I'm like, they're nuggets! (laughs) Call them what they are! Okay, so here's a question. Yeah. Do you and Jamie typically then order the same thing? Because we have thoughts on this in my household. Which are? I prefer bone-in wings. I want oh, the yeah, real, 100%. authentic thing. Ryan wants the boneless because he thinks that real wings are too messy. Okay, well, th- sorry fine, to throw mine the bus. Fine, <laughs> uh, that's okay. Enjoy. I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, right? But I like wings, and but, I don't want chicken nuggets. And when I do, I want chicken tenders, and that's yes. a whole different. Pub 42 in New Hope has some amazing chicken tenders. I was wrong when I said that we were getting Chipotle the night our daughter was born. It was actually Pub 42. Um, So shout out to the Pub 42 people because they've got amazing chicken tenders. I want real chicken. I don't want like chicken parts formed together in a ball. Real white Unlike Mike, I don't want dinosaur (laughs) (laughs) shit. How do you feel about wings and boneless Oh, I completely agree. Now, my fiance, she again prefers the boneless wings or prefers the nuggets. Like the mess. Yes, exactly. The She'll just fork exactly them. Mm-hmm. Again, fork you them. just have to, you have to learn how to eat a wing yep. such that it requires very little touching and feeling. And This is also why I love ribs. I want a bone in a rib that you can just gnaw mm. and yeah, take But again, here's off. what I would say about ribs. If they're real good ribs, it'll fall off the bone. Correct. And you can just, you know, pull the bones off, put them on the side, and then go to town on a big plate of meat. <laughs> Man, I just want wings. I know, right? Okay, so you're... Bone in happy. If you are fine with them, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. So you're fine with them calling them boneless yes. wings? You yes. don't care. I mean, it's a stupid term. Okay. But I'm not going to go and sue the company. I have accepted that that is what the term is. Yeah. I'm never going to, I'm not going to order them, but I accept that that's what the term is. Yes, they are chicken nuggets. I know this. This dum dum does not appear. <laughs> <apparently. laughs> My God. I think he probably knows. I just think he's trying to make a point. And I got to respect the guy for doing that. There on are his other own points dime. you he's can spending, make. That's true. That is very true. There are more larger issues in this world than B-dubs boneless wings. But boneless wings are not wings. Can we be clear? Phil says, what about popcorn shrimp? <sighs> or neither popcorn chicken. A, right. Neither a popcorn. 
Yeah, but there's a difference between both. Because then it it just seems like you're hiding behind the term because you don't want to admit what it is. That's not the case with popcorn shrimp. Like, you know it's shrimp. Right. It's just like some weird, crazy... Uh, you or know, or super crusty crust shrimps. Yeah, it's all breading, basically. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? This now we're going down fried food alley. I'm fine this with is like fried when food Burger alley. King clams? has their like you don't have fries. boneless clams. No, do you? <laughs> no. Aren't they invertebrates? No, because, well, their 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 bone is on the outside. It's a shell. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, okay. Exoskeleton. Very different. <laughs> Now we're getting real science. Mike, where's that button? Mike, where do you uh, where do you come down on the matter? Final ruling on the wings yes. situation. Mm-hmm. All right, are boneless uh, wings actually wings? No. Thank you. They're absolutely not. They are wings. not wings. They're, I'm agreeing. His they're not wings. His suit may go forward. It is a valid suit. If he wants to waste his own money, <laughs> go for it. He's still an idiot, but yes, yes! they are definitely well, look, not. I'm wings. not spending my money on that. But again. <laughs> I would ra- if I drank, I would raise a beer to this guy and say, "Good luck to you, sir." I'll drink the beer for you. Uh, I hope you're not like you've got enough money for retirement. and You're not wasting your money on this. Retirement's real, people. Be saving up. <laughs> come and when we come back, Paul's <laughs> got retirement. I'm gonna call my husband right now. <laughs> but you know what we do is in the break. I'm gonna run out to the front because our cheat day. Uh, excuse me, our porn food food. Porn. <laughs> It's Friday mouth. (laughs) Food Food porn Friday is not next, but it's right around the corner. Before we get to food porn Friday and find out what we're going to eat, it's a doozy. We need to talk about Taylor Swift. So, Paul, I need you to put your Swifty hat on. Absolutely. I'm getting ready. And uh, tell us what you think about the uh, recently released four songs ahead Mm -hmm. of her tour kickoff when we come back right here on My Talk. Thank you, Mike, and welcome back to the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. It's Friday. There's food just around the corner, so sit tight. But before we get there, Paul McGuire Grimes in for Dawn today. I wanted to take your temperature on, well, anything regarding Taylor Swift because we got four songs released overnight ahead of her tour kickoff today in Swift City, Arizona, which is actually just Glendale. But I was like, what? The mayor renamed the city. I Swift would. City for one day. This should be Swiftopolis. Swiftopolis. Well, maybe when she comes here. When is she coming here? Do I don't know? know. It's a sensitive subject. You didn't get I tickets. I didn't get tickets. Oh, poor guy. I'm sorry. Hey, they but you them. are a Swifty, Paul. Yes, I do enjoy the Taylor Swift. And now there were four previously unreleased songs. I didn't know this, but three of them are the Taylor version. And what that means is that they are previously released and she has now re-recorded them. This goes back into her whole debacle with, I believe, Scooter Braun, who owns her music, but she's now re-releasing her old music as Taylor's versions, which actually are really great albums. If you've never listened to, like, read Taylor's version, it's a fantastic album. So I love her. Brand new stuff. I love the Taylor's version. So two of them are Are actually... Are the Taylor's versions, like, noticeably different? Like, Um, I I know that sounds like a dumb question to a Swifty, but I, not being a Swifty, don't know they the are, answer to that. Um, yeah, some of them are like noticeably different, and some of them are longer. I mean, we had the whole All Too Well, the song about my bay, Jake, apparently. Mm, uh, it's like a scarf. 10 minute. Yes. I don't believe Don't it. even get my story. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I don't either, for obvious reasons, but we don't have time. Uh, but uh, two of the songs. They are. A Jake Gyllenhaal update because I want to know what, because there's a really good movie he's going to be in, right? Yeah. Well, there's a couple. So there's The Covenant, which is coming out. It's a Guy Ritchie movie in April uh, from MGM. And then he's working on the Roadhouse remake. So that you might be thinking of the Roadhouse remake because he was recently filming scenes at UFC yeah. and he was shirtless. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Mike. We had to go down that uh, rabbit quick, hole. Quick, quick. Watch the clips, too. Yeah. 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 So, T-Swift, uh, two of the songs were actually from The Hunger Games. Um, um, one is called Eyes Open, and the other is called Safe and Sound. So these are kind of thought of as being Taylor's versions. And then this new one called, and then a song called If There Was a Movie. Um, that's actually a really old track. And then the brand new one that she has, which I'm really excited about. Let me find all the of the girls you loved before. Yes, it's a great song. And this one is supposed to be a song about Joe Alwyn, who she's with, Kurt, right? Yes. A song to him. Can we listen to a little bit of that, Mike? Got it right here. Ready? Yep. Is all of the girls you loved before made you the one I've fallen Song. Such a great song. You both liked it. Yeah, yeah I, I was kind of moving around in here. This would be a song that I would have on just like if I was doing the dishes, needed just some background music because it just kind of sets a tone. Yeah. Love it. I, uh, Mike, how do you feel about Taylor Swift? What's your. I'm a big fan. Yeah. You? Yeah. I have no problem. Is your fiance a huge Taylor Swift um, fan? I'm probably more of a fan than she is. Really? Yeah, for sure. Did you want tickets to her concert? Um, no. There's no. just so many things coming. Oh, and yeah. so many concerts. So oh, many. I know. Even get me started. <laughs> but, Paul, did you guys actively try to get tickets? We actively, yes. We actively tried to get tickets to Taylor Swift. We all know what happened there. No need to litigate. <laughs> um, but I was upset we didn't get them. However, we are seeing Pink with Pat Benatar, and we've seen Pink before. She puts on an amazing show. Well, if you haven't seen Pat Benatar live, she is an amazing performer as well. And then we did get Beyonce tickets. Okay, so you did get Beyonce tickets. We are seeing the Queen Bee. And um, not Madonna. Not Madonna. We did see Madonna's Rebel Heart Tour at Excel a few years ago. That was great. However, we didn't feel like spending even more money on this Tour. I will say I'm I'm really surprised at how expensive the tickets are for Madonna's concert, and I'm holding out hope that I'm going to buy tickets like last right minute. before, because as you may know, Jamie is obsessed with Madonna, yes. and therefore he spent an amount I will not spend on right. Madonna tickets. Yeah, I, do you guys? Will you do this? Because Stephanie Hansen yesterday, who <laughs> filled in, she sort of shamed me. Not really, Stephanie, but you know, she <laughs> was surprised that I wouldn't, you know man up if you will and buy the same tickets that jamie bought and i was like absolutely not do i feel no need or necessity to buy the same tickets we will typically only sit apart if that is the only option okay like i think when we saw if you're gonna go if one of you is gonna go well do you go see shows on your own like hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson rain wilson amor tolls you name it they come they share new episodes of you are what you read drop every tuesday on apple spotify or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Is there a Shows performer? like that, we really don't. Okay. So it's you're like, either either both going or neither going. Right. Okay. Um, so Brandy Carlisle is coming to the State Fair, and we most likely will be getting tickets for her because we saw her at XL. I'm a huge Brandy fan, have been forever. Um, so hopefully we'll get tickets for that at the State Fair. But again, those are really expensive too. Yeah. Did anyone notice how State Fair tickets like skyrocketed recently? Or have I just not no. been going the last few years? I don't know. I don't remember. The last person we saw, and I don't remember what we paid, was Diana Ross. Ooh. And it was just fun to see Diana Ross Absolutely. on the stage, uh, but I don't remember. I what feel we like paid. at state fair tickets, you should be like in the thirty to fifty dollar range, and you're like, I'm yeah. seeing a legend for cheap brandies, well, and I the, think they're well over a hundred for state fair. You know, the Cure. We were just talking about them yesterday too. There were twenty dollar tickets. That's really great. Yeah, um, I I would have loved to have seen them, but we don't have time. We don't have time. We've got so many things to see. Well, we didn't even talk about the fact that there are so many shows coming oh, to town. Oh, and yes. Which, because this, you may not know this, dear listeners, about our friend Paul McGuire Grimes. In addition to loving Taylor Swift, <laughs> he also loves musicals. Yes, I have a music theater background. I was a music theater major in college. So we go to New York every couple of years. We've got season tickets to the Orpheum and the Ordway. Um, sometimes we'll go see shows at Orchestra Hall. I'm the so Guthrie. excited for this coming season. Oh, Okay. Are you I not? mean, yes, oh, oh, yes. I don't was, think it's uh, as strong as the one that we're currently in, but it's still a good I think season. I'm just really excited about Funny Girl and... Funny Girl needs to have a good cast. You, you, are, you seem concerned, Paul. I, 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 maybe I, I shouldn't... I'm not, like, that's a musical that's kind of a blind spot. So, like, even when we were in New York, we didn't race to go see Leah Michelle in it. There were other shows Why? that we wanted to see. There were other shows that we wanted like, to see. What? So we saw Into the Woods. Oh, and God, that I would die to see Into the Woods. changing. Who uh, was in that? Stephanie J. Block and Brian Darcy James and Bettina Miller uh, 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 and Harada. Such a great It was phenomenal. We saw Jesse Williams and Jesse Tyler Ferguson and Take Me Out. Tour. Oh, because the Guthrie has the rights to do Into the Woods this coming summer. Well, there I'm so, going for that. So we, they, we, we couldn't get the tour because the Guthrie already had the rights. Uh, Mike, I don't know how you feel about Broadway, but that's where we're going right now. So if you want to join the conversation. Yeah, we actually do more of that than we would ever Ooh, do like a concert or anything. Really? So, yeah, we just did Beauty and the Beast at the Ordway. That was super fun. So great. Cool. We had yeah. some friends on that show and it was lovely. Yeah, it was wonderful. I did not see that yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Have you either been out to the Chanhassen yet? We saw The Prom on yeah. Media Night. Fantastic. Here's my plug. Go see The Prom. Such an important I've story. Such, such a great show. Yeah, And there's some so really great actors in it. Oh my God, Todd Peterson. Todd Peterson, I hear, by Barry, all accounts, is That phenomenal. is worth your price of admission alone. Go and see Todd. Her friend Ann Michaels, I think, is so that. great. I love her. Have yeah. you seen The Prom, Mike? I've not That yet, would be no. a great date night. Yes, That's it what I've is. Heard. Yeah. Yeah. Take take teens, get some take chicken kids. Ch- some Chan has and chicken. That's or what chicken I chicken. What's it called? Chicken Chan? Chicken Chan. Chan Chicken. They have yeah. some pride uh, drinks. Like I had a cocktail that was malt- rainbow colored, and oh, then they have fun. a cake that's a rainbow cake. It's just nice. a fun night. Yeah, I, we need to get that on the calendar. All right, what were we talking about, Taylor Swift? <laughs> Somehow we ended up in New York on Broadway, and then in we're talking about concerts and how there's so many great shows coming on top. There really of are all the great musicals and the it's plays are going on. Right I wish now. there could be like a grand coordinating council. Especially for the gays, because there's just too many divas in one year. And when you got a kiddo, then you got to find sitters. And we luckily have a great network. But it's still like those are nights out of the house that come at a premium sometimes. Yeah. Well, and it's even I mean, yeah, 
to me, Broadway tickets are expensive enough. Oh, ooh, yes, they are. But concert tickets are now rivaling those performances. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I feel like... We saw Tina, the Tina Turner musical. That was the most recent show yeah. at the Orpheum. There's some great singing in that show. Great vocals. Yeah. Amazing. That young lady, and I don't remember her name... I cannot remember who played the young Tina. Oh, yeah, the, girl, the young girl. Blew the house down so good. with her voice. I wish more people had seen it. It was kind of empty when we saw it. We had to... They um, were having some scheduling issues, too, it seemed they like. They did. A illness. lot of the cast members got sick, so then they had to like fly out people that were in the Broadway cast just to like fill in. Because you could only do so many different combinations of cast members in that show with the leads. Yep. Um, so we had tickets for one night. That show got canceled, and then we had to reschedule. And we still saw the show. All right. You know, uh, we could talk about movies and, or not movies, excuse Broadway. me, Broadway and divas all day long. And we will continue to do so. <laughs> but when we come back, we got to sink our teeth into some food. It's Food Porn Friday when we return. And you're going to want to listen to this one because you could actually head out and get what we're about to try for lunch today. We'll be right back here on My Talk 1071. Entertainment. I need a hero. Yes, you do, my talkers, and have I got the hero for you, Hero Home Service. Now is the perfect time, in fact, to get any pesky electrical problems around your house taken care of. You know, the elect, uh, the expert electricians at Hero are always ready to help. In fact, they've been helping Twin Cities homes for over 100 years. So let's think about this. Electrical issues around the house. Maybe it's time for a new ceiling fan. Get her done before... Hot weather takes off. Or maybe you have to run an extension cord down the hall because there's some plugs in one room that don't work anymore. Or maybe you've got a breaker that keeps tripping. We learned a lot about our electrical system when we had the folks at Hero out. And it taught us a lot and exactly what we needed uh, in order to get our house up to date. Don't forget to take care of those pesky electrical problems with Hero. And if you do so now, you're going to get $69 off your next electrical project or repair. $69 off your next project or repair with the folks at Hero. It's my favorite time of the week here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Paul McGuire Grimes in for Dawn today. And what a day to show up on the show, Paul. This is the best day I could have been here. Well, let's hope. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Because it's Speaking time for a little food porn. Unlike Dawn, we can talk about descriptive food words with Paul McGuire Grimes. Because do you know this about Dawn? She gets creeped out when you mention things like moist, um, crispy. I, that's just odd to me. Tasty. Whatever. That's fine. That doesn't bother you. No. Okay. No, no, so no, no. we're in a safe zone. We're in a safe zone. We'll talk. We'll talk flavor profiles and words. Okay. If I say to you the words "double down," Paul, would you know what that means? Well, because I know my fast food, um, I didn't know what you were talking about. However, if you were to say the word double down, I'd be thinking poker. I'd be thinking doubling down on my money. But this is doubling down on the grease and the fat. This is doubling uh, down this... on a heart attack. <laughs> Just, my arteries are clogging looking at this. I've gained weight during the pandemic, and I'm going to gain even more well, after this meal. you're welcome. <laughs> I feel the same way, and yet I'm excited. So... Mike, have you had a double down before? I have not, no. And Paul, you haven't? No, no. I remember trying the KFC double down, which frankly is nothing more than a chicken sandwich with no bun. It's actually like a reverse. So it's, well, no, it's not even a reverse. It's literally the bun is two chicken Patties. fried chicken breasts. Yes. 
that are sandwiching boneless. They're boneless. <laughs> yeah. But they're not nuggets. This is actual this is chicken, chicken breast. breast tender. Yeah. Yeah. So they took an actual chicken breast, deep fried it, and in the middle, instead of, you know, normally you've got the, the good stuff in the middle, uh, this is mayo, cheese, and bacon. It looks like a chicken cordon bleu. Yeah, you know, that is a very nice way of describing it. It's it's like that a, sounds fancier than a KFC double down. I think KFC double down sounds sexier to me. I don't know why the words just all those words together sound sexy. So we got one of each. Now, you're like one of each. There are two. There's a regular, a traditional uh KFC double down, which again has cheese, mayo, bacon surrounded by two uh, deep fried chicken breasts, and then there is a spicy version, which is the same thing, except mayo is a spicy KFC sauce. So the mayo is the spicy. I was like, where is the spice? Uh, well, there's to, okay. There's one that has plain mayo, and then one that has a spicy sauce. I the spicy the sauce, sauce is like an orangey color, I think. Okay. So they look the same. Also, these suckers are heavy. Yeah. Wow. Well, like if you see the pounds, pounds, I'll share a picture picture on my Instagram later at Paul's Movie Trap uh, of what this looked like. Before we cut into it, are you trying the regular or the spicy first? I don't know that we can. T- I can't tell yeah, anymore. I t- yeah. uh, I think oh, this I got one's the a spicy. special, so that's spicy. Let's try the regular one first. Okay. If you know which one is the regular, yes, go ahead and put that, the two of you, put that in your mouth. I'm going to hack off a bit. To. Yeah. And um, I will tell you, we tried this the first time it came out many years ago, and I absolutely loved it. So I kind of feel like I'm going to love it again. But what do you guys think, Mike? Or, uh, excuse me, Paul, let's start with you. It is good. It is greasy. When you unwrap them from the package, it was like just a wet grease bomb. Um, but, I mean, the flavors are there, and this is a good chicken breast. You can see that there's some weight to it. It's a hearty breast. You got that bacon. You got that sauce. I kind of need a knife. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mark? Yeah, this is very, very... Sometimes when you go fast food and you go chicken, you kind of get that fake uh, kind of chicken vibe. This is real. This is a yeah, real, is a real chicken. Good, good, good chicken. Yeah, it's real good. Mm-hmm. I like this. I'm sorry. I'm. I got to swallow because I don't want to talk with food in my mouth. That's real good. Now, yeah. ours has been sitting around for like 20 minutes while we were waiting to try it. So it's not as hot as it would be. Probably fresh out the the uh, bag when you get it. But even so, I'm a, loving that. It's a good I would, product. I would not feel good about myself after eating an entire one of these. And listen, but I wouldn't care. There are some fast food um, things mm. that you're like, that's a total gimmick. You think you want to try it. Yeah. You get it. You like, I'm going to splurge on this gimmick. And you're like, that is just a gimmick. I do say that this is pretty good. It's It holds up, though. You know, you could actually eat, like, honestly. I'm going in for the spicy. Okay, you guys both try the spicy. And I will say, again, if you're just joining us, it's Food Porn Friday. We're doing the KFC Double Down. It's kind of a lot, like, just for one person. So, like, oh. if I were going to KFC with someone and I wanted it, I'd, I'd do splitsies. Yep. You'd you know? split one. And then maybe get a biscuit on the side or something. Yeah. Or another thing of chicken. I don't know if this is spicy. Now, okay. I can tolerate spice. Well, I mean, we I are in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this Minnesota is Minnesota spice. spicy. Absolutely. Okay, so you're not tasting any crazy spice? Like, I can see it on the sauce here, but I don't taste it per se. Mike, what do and you And I say? did just have the breading by itself. There's a little bit of spice in that breading, or at least that's what they're they're going for. But I agree. I, I like really spicy food. This isn't spicy, but there's a little bit of oh. something there. On the way back, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got spicy on the back. You found it. Yeah. It's not a lot, but it's. I'm not getting any spicy on the front or the back. (laughs) But I would maybe. 
I would maybe get that one anyway then, just yeah. for the heck of it. Like, it's yeah. not too spicy. That would be a deal breaker for me. All right, so mm, KFC, double down. I will say they're not cheap. I haven't ordered fast food in a long time. I'm assuming all fast food prices have like skyrocketed because like everything. Chipotle. Oh, now I'm getting a little heat. See, I'm getting a very little late. Heat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like ten something, so almost eleven dollars for one. Wow, just but for the just for the double down. At least you're getting chicken with this price. Tag. Well, it's real because if chicken. it's a bond and you're paying ten bucks, like that's, true, that's highway robbery. Yeah, you are essentially getting two giant real chicken. Breasts, yeah, uh, and then some bacon and cheese and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you got a meal, I think the like meal, a, yeah, you could do a combo meal. I think it was eleven something for the combo meal, so it's not much more than just mm-hmm. getting it on your own. Right. All right, you guys. If I said to you, as I am actually saying to you, mm-hmm. you had to pick on a scale of zero to five, five being the best thing you've ever put in your mouth, or zero being the worst thing you've ever put in your mouth when it comes to the KFC double down. Either the plain or the uh, spicy, whichever you you want to judge. Where would you put that in your ranking? I'm giving this a three, okay, because it is tasty, completely unnecessary. Yeah, like who are, is this for? Is the that a negative people? to you? No, but it's just like it's most of the tasty things five, I put in like, my mouth. Are I want it to be necessary, <laughs> you know, or like this is a really great invention. I wouldn't say that this is a great culinary food fast food invention. Okay, so solid three, solid three Paul. on flavor. Mike, all I can say is, it's chicken. It's fried chicken. It's fried chicken. It's just chicken. I like, I like fried, fried chicken. chicken. <laughs> I would say uh, four point one two. <laughs> did you say four point one two? Yeah, I did. Why the two? Because it's not a good enough as a four for a four point one five, but it's slightly better than a four point one. <laughs> Okay, four point one. So granular. I, you know, I'm going to give it a solid four. I think. Wow. I think it's definitely, it's definitely better than like the average thing I would get at KFC. Uh, Do you have a KFC order? Well, I mean, I would just always get a box of chicken. Right. Fried chicken. I love fried chicken. It's chicken. Just like the kid. It's chicken. <laughs> you don't need to like complicate it. But this, I mean, you get the bon- the the bonus of the bacon the cheese and the sauce. And I will say your analogy or metaphor of comparing it to chicken cordon bleu is perfect because yeah. that's exactly what it's giving me. Right. That's yeah. Is chicken cordon bleu vibes. All right, hey, this was fun. Um Good and it was choice. super easy. I ordered it on DoorDash for us. It's available right now at KFC's locally and uh like I said they've got the regular and the spicy and there's some kind of game thing. You you're a gamer, Mike. Is it March Madness? No, it's not March Madness. It's like some kind of Diablo something or other. You get mm. early access if you buy a That's if you buy one of these double downs, you one. get access to a game. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, that's over on KFC. All right. When we come back from uh, Food Porn Friday, I think we'll we'll just take the rest of the day and eat and talk about food. Yeah. No, maybe not. I don't think we should. We got to talk um, Tyra Banks. I feel as the all day. Well, actually, speaking of food, she's got a line of ice cream and we need to talk about it because apparently that ice cream got in the way of her job over at Dancing with the Stars. We'll tell you why when we return right here on my talk. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. If you're looking for a great family dentist, I want you to make an appointment at Dakota Dental. Just head over to dakotadental.com, located super convenient to the metro, right down in Apple Valley. I've been a patient for years. I was actually just there yesterday with Dr. Baroon getting, uh, well, getting prepared for the 
final stage of my dental implant procedure. I didn't know anything about dental implants, and it, it all happened because I had a dental emergency with a crown that came out, and they couldn't reattach the crown, so they were like, you know what, the best option long-term is a dental implant. So I went ahead with that process, and they've been super helpful every step of the way, explaining to me how that works, you know, what the cost associated with it is. So if you've ever had questions about dental implants, I want you to know you're in great hands at Dakota Dental, not just because of my own experience, but I know that they're one of the premier dental implant specialists in the entire state of Minnesota. Call them today, and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. If you missed any part of us eating the KFC Double Down, then you'd like to review that footage. There will be some social media video later. And you can listen to our podcast here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I just want to inform you both, as I continue to nibble on the spicy version, it starts to pack a punch. So I don't know if I just got like a heap and help into the, the spice. It does. But uh, I was it's pleasantly there. surprised and excited. Now, let's shift away our conversation from the KFC Double Down to... Uh, An interview that I happened to watch that took place on the streets of California in front of a Whole Foods with our friend Tyra Banks. Turns out she took that moment when a paparazzi or a paparazzo, well, it's a female paparazza. Is that? I don't know. When a camera woman pulled her aside as she left the Whole Foods and announced that she was leaving dancing with the stars. Yeah, out of the blue. So this reporter starts asking about, oh, what are you up to? And then Tyra starts talking about being a businesswoman, an entrepreneur, talking about some ice cream. And the reporter's like, well, how are you going to manage all that with Dancing with the Stars? Oh, well, maybe I'm done with Dancing with the Stars. Maybe I'm over it. Like, it I'm dropping a bomb right here. little, and I take <clears throat> your your tone to to mean, as I agree, that it seemed a little convenient that a uh, a camera person shows up at the very moment she's ready to drop a bomb. By the way, as she's also leaving the store with food to do some R&D on her ice cream brand. Like right. it all just kind of like was way too coincidental, right? Correct. Absolutely. And is anyone surprised? I've been watching Dancing with the Stars. We watched the last few seasons. So she's been the host for the last three seasons, two of which were before when they were on ABC. Then the last season they moved to Disney+. And she's never really hit it off with viewers. Yeah. There's something Why very, do you think that is? Well, a few reasons. She's very static. She doesn't bring a lot of energy or, like, knowledge to the show, I feel like. Even with the contestants, I feel like when she starts talking to them, it's as if she's just reading questions that someone prepared for her. Or, like, she gets she stumbles a lot. Yeah. She makes the show a lot about herself, too. Mm. Whether it's her fashion statements, whether it's talking to the dancer. She's like, oh, yeah, remember the time when you and I did this? Or I, I had this experience, too. It's like, girl, it's not about you right now. It's about this dancer. Yeah, so you think maybe it was just time for her to leave. Yes. I think the writing has been on the wall. I think the producer's like, okay, we see maybe this first season didn't go so well. Three seasons down now, you should have more of this in your back pocket. And she didn't. Well, she even says to the camera mm-hmm. woman, like, don't you think it's time I'm, I leave? And right. I'm, Which is a weird way of that putting was... it. She's like, I'm going to leave. Don't you think it's time for me to leave? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know that. Like, I mean, not I... that if she wants. Here's the thing. She talks about, by the way, that she's going to focus on her ice cream brand, which apparently there's a shop in, or she's selling 
her ice cream. What's it called? Smize and Dream. Smize and Dream ice cream. Mm -hmm. She's selling it in the UAE. And she talks about how she's going to bring it to the United States. She's so busy with that. And she's super busy with that. But then she says at one point she wants to leave like the ballroom for the boardroom. Yeah. It, it was a very, very convenient line. It sounded very planned. <clears throat> and here, look, I'm all here for it. If that's what she wants to do, make a right. career change. And I get that she has to come up with a narrative. Um, but don't you think like the the mouse, the people at the mouse house are probably really upset right now that she goes and gives this yeah. out to a TMZ camera person in the middle? Yeah, of... Yeah, because that's big the, news. That's huge news that you yeah. think that there would be a PR statement, uh, a remark. Do you wonder you know. if that was intentional though to get ahead of yes. anything oh, that Disney would have announced? If here's here's how the that PR statement would have been. Tyra Banks has made the choice to step away from Dancing with the Stars, to follow her own pursuit, and she would have had a comment to go along with it. Disney would have released it. I think she got fired. Here's the Hollywood speak. I think she got fired. And instead of saying that, which a lot of housewives do this too, where she said, I'm leaving on my own accord. False. And then this is what she decides to do before the press release was going to come out is to go and tell it. Whether she was fired or was mutual or whatever, fine, but... You know, um, we, we probably won't know. But at the end of the day, I, it's just it was a weird thing to see a TMZ person shows up. It seems very casual in a way that I feel like if you do want to get ahead of the narrative, don't you want to own the narrative? And so like do it in a very out, different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that show is that so almost canned. makes me wonder if it wasn't just. You know, if it was like maybe she just got the phone call in the store a little and then she was reacting to it and then TMZ just happened to be there. I mean, no, 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 no. But, that's not what I think. But yeah. I, I, I it feels like maybe it wasn't as planned as it could have been right. or that they could have done it a little differently. Well, you know, good luck to her, because I mean, Tyra Banks is a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Uh, to your point, I think a lot of people I didn't watch the show. I think I watched when she, the, because she started before it went. Correct. Yeah. Disney Plus. Correct. And I remember that was kind of after I watched on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. It used to be appointment viewing. Oh, absolutely. To watch Dancing yes, with the Stars. Yes. And I remember just thinking like, oh, it's the Tyra Banks show, which God bless her. She is going to suck up a lot of the oxygen in the room mm-hmm. because she has such a larger than life personality. Um, but to your point, I think maybe, you know, that's not what the show needed. Right. Know your show, know your audience and know if it's about you or not. Yeah. That's a life motto. Yeah. Well, and, you know, also, she can go off and do all sorts of things as Tyra Banks. Right. And be, you know, the face of whatever she wants. She'll to be next. fine. Yeah. Alfonso Rivera, about I'm sure, will be the host now. And Oh, you think? You don't well, think Tom the... Bergeron's going to come no, back? No, no. I think, I think that Disney ruined that, really, burned all those bridges with Tom. They would have to pay him a hefty price tag for him to come back. And Aaron Andrews. Yeah. Or Aaron Andrews, right? Aaron Andrews, yeah. yeah. They were both great. Alfonso's really good. He has a great way of talking because he was a former president. I thought there was a rumor person. that they were going to come back at some point. Was that just a gossip? I feel like that was I, there was a rumor. But anyway. I, I don't know. Dancing with the Stars needs to not be so derived and pre-planned. You think I, it's all yes. rigged? Yeah. Look at the last season with What's-Her-Face TikTok star Charlie D'Amelio winning. I called that from the very first episode. I could go into it if we had time. She has a show on who got time. also owned by <laughs> we Disney. We got plenty of time. So if they can keep Charlie D'Amelio, who has a show on Hulu on the entire Which season, which is Disney, then they can bring more viewers to her show, especially if her mom's going to be on Dancing with the Stars too, and she's a huge following on TikTok. So now she can bring in the TikTokers to well, go and her watch dad it. too. 
right? Where dad, well, yeah, I mean, the show's about her family, but... I'm saying they're all stars in their own right. Yes, but her mom was also a contestant on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, got it. So got there's it, like it. this mother-daughter yeah. thing throughout yeah. the whole show. And I was like, so whenever you watch Dancing with the Stars, you know that the Do you think end, it's always been that way? Because I feel like in the beginning, maybe there was more mystery. I think that there was more mystery, but like any reality show that's been on the air for 100 years, they know what either works for them or what they need to do to sell the show. I think it's so produced, kind of like The Voice. Well, and that's why those shows, I think, have sort of hit, you know, that's where they get to a certain point where you're like, okay, now this all seems predictable because we've seen the show. I know that a Bachelor contestant, someone from Bachelor Nation, will get to the final two or four so they can keep on Bachelor Nation people. Again, ABC Disney. Yeah. (sighs) Well, Paul. Where's my chapstick? I was going to say, yeah, (laughs) put on your chapstick and then maybe go apply for a job as an executive over at ABC Disney so that you can make some change. Yeah. I shouldn't be bad mouth in the mouse house. But. Speaking of TV, so if you if you guys are just joining us, we were talking about this story about uh, Tyra Banks leaving Dancing with the Stars. Again, I just find it incredibly odd that there was not like an announcement from the show or she didn't make that announcement in the context of the show. She literally just let it slip outside of a Whole Foods as she was like, you know, leaving with her grocery order. Right. A little too bizarre and convenient. But um we are talking about that, but that leads me to the greater TV talk. And I think that in the age that we are right now with streaming services, there's nobody better to talk about TV in the age of streaming than you because you cover a lot of these stories. Do you think that shows like that are, you know, I just feel like they're struggling they in the age of too many streaming options. I think so. And the ones that have been on the longest, because none of the viewers that are loyal see right through it. I, we've stopped watching The Bachelor shows for the longest time now because we saw right through it. Same with The Voice. We could predict who was going to win and who would be saved by America's vote because you understood how the game was played. Yeah. Again, it's kind of a game. So I think so. I think they need to completely reinvent the wheel or just stop. Did you watch, uh, oh, what was that show called? Fit 100? Um, no. I don't Not do a lot Fit of 100. Like, physical 100. Physical 100. No. Okay, so... And I, I started it. I have not finished and it. And this is a reality show? This is a reality show. Dawn, I think, is far further along okay. on this show. It's Where on it? Netflix. Okay. It's called Physical 100. And it's filmed in South Korea. And it is literally 100 of the most physically fit people in South Korea. And they go up against each other to compete as like an ultimate, you know, uh, the ultimate fit person, is athlete, whatever you like want to call them. body shaming at all? No, no, no. Okay. Well, I actually, I don't know, because I haven't watched the whole series, but it brings people from all different disciplines. So you've got, you know, bodybuilders, weightlifters, dancers, ba- you know, mm-hmm. ballet performers, fencers, and then they throw them in these physical challenges, and they are sort of, you know, competing for who can, yeah. Sort I of, bet the dancers and the ballet dancers do the best. I don't they have think, some amazing bodies. I don't think they, uh, that was, I've seen spoilers, sadly, so okay. I'm not going to tell you who won, but I, I don't know that they ultimately okay. stand the test of time. But I, what I will say is, the reason I brought that up is because it is one of those competition shows where it's something new and different. Right. And it's not sort of that old formula that we're so used it's to. It's kind with. of, I think, why Nailed It worked really well, and it's still fun, is because it took the it took a baking show and it brought in Remind us what Nailed It is. So That's Nailed It is one. on Netflix with Nicole Byer. Mm-hmm. And the premise is that there's these three home bakers, that everyday people, who say that they love baking. And it was, I think, originally some from like trying to do like Pinterest challenges. Like, this is what it's supposed to look like. And I made it. Now it looks like this 
piece of garbage. Yep. So it's like, how bad can this look? So you have all these people pretending, trying to bake a cake or a cupcake, and it is funny because of how bad it is. Like that's a different spin on a baking show than baking this three tiered cake wars duff. Speaking of baking shows, when we come back, because we are going to talk more TV, (laughs) I'm actually excited because there was a development in Great British Bake Off. Do you watch Bake Off? I will reveal that when we come back. Oh, oh, look at you with the tease. (laughs) I truly think it's one of the best competition shows on TV, precisely because it's not like every other competition shows. But I will tell you about a particular development, about a new host, and Paul is going to tell us what he's been watching Gosh, we've got a lot to get to in the last hour. I have a lot hour. of shows I put on the list. I can't wait! Yes! we got plenty of time to cover it all with Paul McGuire Grimes, Mike's here, of course, and myself nibbling my way across the last of the KFC Double Down that's sitting in front of me when we return right here on My Talk 1071.